Okay, so we are up to Arava. We covered already Lulav. We covered already Hadas. We're now up to Arava. And again, the mission is going to start with the same ideas. Arava, Gzula, Vyavesha, stolen Arava, dry, totally dried out Arava's puzzle. Shalasheref, who was worshipped, it's in a city that needs to be destroyed, is Psula. Nektam Roshe, fancy nothing. Nektam Roshe, Nifritzu Olav, if it's <laughs> the top was cut off or the leaves fell totally off. Vehatzafzafa. Tzafzafa is going to be an important discussion tonight. Is Darav's dirty cousin, which means it's related. It has a lot of similarities, but it's the wrong kind. And, and most of what we're going to do tonight, or at least in the first Mishnah, is identify what is an Arava and how to identify an Arava. We'll get to that in two seconds. So a Tzavtzafa is a copy Arava. It's an imitator Arava. It's not an Arava. They're Psula. Kemusha, Kemusha is on the spectrum of Yavish, but not so Yavish. Now, from what I see in most people's Aravas, this is the best heter ever. That, in other words, if you wouldn't have these words in our Mishnah that make their way to Allah and Kemusha is Kshera, then we would all be in trouble. How many, raise your hand if your Aravas are nice and green on Hishan Araba. So, is it by new one? Sure. Yeah. Kamusha, if they're a little dried out, Vishanishru Miktas Aleha, and I don't care your trick, you for sure need this out there. If part of the leaves fell off, if some of the leaves fell off, Vishal Bao. And if it's an arava that grows in a field, now you're asking, what's wrong with that? What's wrong if it grows in a field? Good chance your arava grew in a field. Well, the Torah says, arve nochal, aravas that grew by a river, by a brook, by a stream. So, you could reason, and we have to takasi, this is going to be the first sugi in the Gemara, you have to takasi, why not? But Lamaisa, I can make the case that a field arava is possible. Vishal bal is Now, so remember, what we have to do now is we have to identify the species. And this is an, an uh, activity that we've done. This is a job that we've had to do so far twice, and we're going to do it a third time. The Torah describes four minim. The Torah describes four minim. And we're not exactly sure what it is. What's the exact plant that the Torah is talking about? So it says, Beautiful fruit. That's by far the toughest. So we're going to deal with that when we get to Esther. Kapais tomorrow, we had the whole deal yesterday, or the other day. Kapais is two, it's plural, but it's singular. It's tomorrow, it definitely comes from a date tree, but which part? It took a while to figure that out. Anaf Tzavis, we had to figure that out yesterday. So Anaf is one, is one clue, Eitz is another clue, Avis, the chain, is a third clue, and we limited it, we winnowed it down to a Hada. So Arve Nacha means... Aravas that grow on a river. Now, this is very important. What the Gemara is doing here is identifying the species. Arve Nochal is not a requirement in Arava that it has to grow on a river. 
the way to identify what is the proper plant is by saying, this plant normally grows on a river. That's what an arava is. The nachal aspect of arava is not a requirement in where it grew. It's, a, it's an identifying factor in what it is. And that's how we're able to say, if it didn't grow on the river, it's still kosher. So this is very important. This is very important. It's the kind of tree, the kind of plant that normally grows by the river. Another way to identify it is its leaves are long like a river. We learned in another b'risa, Arve Nochal. Arve Nochal. Eliela Arve Nochal. I only would say from there. Now this is a repetition. It's saying the same thing. We learned in another way. Now this is another b'risa. I could have thought that it has to grow on the river. That when the Torah used the word Nochal, it wasn't being an identifying for the plant pasik. It was a requirement in the Arava Shall bal shall harm if it grew in a field or in the mountains. It says arve plural. So according to this Bryso, it is a factor. It should grow by a, by a lake, by a river. The Torah says arve plural. Okay, the other kinds are kosher also. So there's a little distinction between these first two Bryses that we brought. According to the first Brysa, it doesn't have to grow by a river. The way to figure out what kind of plant we're talking about is the kind of plant that normally grows by a river. According to the second rush, no, 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 it should grow by a river. The Torah then said, Arve, plural, that even the kind that doesn't grow by the river is kosher. Abishol says, no, the plural of Aravis is to tell you another din. We know that there's a din that we surround the Mizbeach and we do the Bima with Aravis, particularly in Hashan Rabbah, which is the whole fourth parak discusses. So I don't uh, understand the Mishnah. Who? Abishol. He's, he's saying that... See, so he, Abishol learns like the first Brisa, that we don't learn Aravis out of the two Arve, we learn Aravis out of the first... Yeah, he knows, of course, we have to do that. Abishol, um, Arve, Shtayim. Achas, one Arava goes in your Lulaba, Achas, Lamikdash, and one for the procedure that we do, for the celebration that we do, and surround them as Be'ach. How do the Rabbana know from the Torah that we do a special celebration with our Rabbis, particularly in Hashanah Rabbah? Says Gemara, they don't. It's a halach l'meshem isinai. Da'amu Rabbasiyam Rabbi Yechanan, Eser Netiyas, Arava, and Nisachamayim are halach l'meshem isinai. These three, now what does it mean these three? Rashi says, halach l'meshem isinai is we're discussed in groups. The particular grouping of this halach l'meshemesina that we do in our rav, it's not a pasuk. It's halach l'meshemesina. The particular grouping comes from this halach l'meshemesina. What are these three halach l'meshemesina? The first one, Esther Netis is halach and hilchas extremely quickly. Just like on Shabbos, you have to add on to Shabbos. You have to be meisif meShabbos halachol. So you have to start Shabbos a little bit before shkia, and you have to end Shabbos a little bit after tzitzis kechav. Yom Kippur, you have to start a little bit before Yom Kippur and with Tesis Inui, and you have to end a little bit after Yom Kippur. Shemitah, which is a also a seventh-day thing, so you have to start Shemitah early. In fact, how early? What's Tesis Shemitah? For certain plants, Pesach, which would have been now already. For other plants, Shavuos, which would have been now already. For everything, Elul, which is now already. So at this point in Eretz Yisrael, believe it or not, 
in Eretz Yisrael, they're celebrating Shemitah now. Certain halachas of Shemitah are applicable now. Ah, what are you talking about? Yeah, Taisvashvias. Just like you have to do Taisvashabas, Taisvashabas, you have to do Taisvashvias. Except if you have a young tree, a sapling, you're allowed to mow around the sapling in order to allow it to get proper nutrients. Even though right now, you're not allowed to do it Shemitah. Right now, it's Taisvashvias, you're allowed to do it. How much area? Esernitius. The ratio of 10 trees per sa'a is the ratio of how much, how much area around the tree you're able to mow. That's Aravis. And this Hamayim is we pour the water on the Mizbech. We will discuss that in the fourth and fifth parak as well. The species that normally grows on the river is an Arava. Pratlit Saftzafa to exclude the species species of tzaftzifah hagedila ben aharim that grows in the mountains. Again, that's not to say that a rava that grows in the mountains is not an arava, and a tzaftzifah that grows by a river is a good tzaftzifah. No, no, no. That's simply to tell you what the species is. Tzaftzifah generally don't grow by a river, therefore it's possible. How do you know that there's two separate species? Umr of Zera Maikra, What's the Pasik? This is a fascinating parak in Yecheskel, parak Yitzayin. It's a machlek, as most Rishonim learn, it's talking about Tzidkiah HaMelech and the end of the first base HaMikdash. Other Rishonim learn, it's talking about uh, Yemei HaMashiach. And Yecheskel is screaming at Klal Yisrael, Hashem wanted to treat you special. Hashem was willing to provide for you. Hashem was willing to give you an income. And you're like, no thanks. No thanks, I don't need you. I'm good on my own. Which, by the way, before you think those guys are nuts, we love that. How many of us would like to live day by day and not have anything in the bank? Not me. Uh, I, okay, I like to have money in the bank. Deep down, why do I like to have money in the bank? Because until it runs really low, then I don't have to really deal with God. When it runs really low, then I don't have to deal with God again. But, but I'm like, you know, the bigger I have in the bank, you know, I like 10 years supply. God, I'll see you when I'm 60. Right? I don't need, I don't need to deal with it. But you know, if like I'm literally out the tank tomorrow morning, I'm only 47. Don't go. If I'm out of the tank tomorrow morning, I'm like, shoot, I have to have a lot of cover on it tomorrow morning. I don't want to do that. So, so we're all the same. So Klal Yisrael was like that in those times. So HaKadosh Baruch says, I wanted to treat you like an Arava. And Arava has a steady stream of water. The species Arava has a steady stream of water. And you guys wanted to act like a tzaftzifa that needs to be constantly watered. Meaning you told the professional, thanks but no thanks. I don't want your gifts. I'll get my own water. And, and that's the Musa of Yechaskel. And by the way, that's the parak that calls Nebuchadnezzar the Nesher HaGadol, which is where we get the Shprach for the Rambam, the Nesher HaGadol. Anyway, but the Pasuk there is making a distinction between an Arava and a Tzafzafa. Amr B'zer Maikra, Kach HaMayim Rav, Mashem wanted to take you on rainwater, on natural water, but Tzafzafa Samai. They made themselves into a Tzafzafa. Now, when I was in 11th grade and I read that Shmai, it made this whole Suya much more complicated. But since I'm scared of Nasan, and I looked up the Gemara by my, the Pasuk by myself, so I, the word Samay, now the Sugi makes sense. Amalei Abaya Vidilma Prusha Kamafaresh. Well, maybe it's saying, I wanted to make you my species and my Aravis, and, and what's my Aravis? Tzaftzafa. Vidilma Prusha Kamafaresh. Maybe it's explaining what is an Arava. It's a Tzaftzafa. Kachamayim Rab Umaymihu. What is my species? Tzaftzafa. In Cain, my Samay. 
What does it mean? But they made themselves into a tzavtzafer. From the fact that it says tzamay, you see that they made themselves into something else. So tzavtzafer is not identifying Arava. Amr Babo, Amr Kosh Ani Amarti, I've said that Hashem should use Sarlafanik Kachalmaim Rabim, that they're like a plant that gets watered with plenty of water from the rain from the stream. Umay Niu, Arava, what's that special plant in Arava? The Hain, but what did Klai Yisrael do? They said thanks, but no thanks. Samu Atzman, Kitzavtzafa Shibaharim, they made themselves like a Tzavtzafa that needs human intervention watering. Igadamasa, the Haikra Masnisa. We have the same exact drasha on this following brisa, which is Mamash Ripi Kachamayim Ram Tzavtzvasamay. Pasuk Cheskel says Hashem said you should be on all water, but you made yourself into Tzavtzvasamay. Maybe that's explaining Kachamayim Ram my new Tzavtzvasamay. Maybe Tzavtzvasamay is the explanation of what Hashem wanted. In Kain my Samay. What does it mean they made themselves? I said I want the Yidin to be like for me, like a tree, a, a tree that's watered naturally. They made themselves a tzatzvah. They said, we will be self-sufficient. We don't need you, God. So, we've discussed in, in the limud of the matter, what's the difference in Arav and a tzatzvah? And Arav is kosher and a tzatzvah is not. The species that grows by the river usually is kosher. The species that doesn't is possible. Okay, if I find a plant in a field, and I need to identify it. It's not by a stream, it's not not by a stream. Is it an Arava or is it a Tzavtzva? How do I identify it? Says the Gemara, Eza Arava Eza Tzavtzva. Arava has three signs. Kana Shala Edom, its stems are red. Va'ala Shalei Moshech, its leaves are long. Upiya Cholak, and the edges are smooth. Tzavtzva doesn't have these qualifications. Kana Shala stems are white. Va'ala Shalei Ogo, its leaves are rounded. Upia daimulamagal and its edge is like a sickle, it's sharp. I once heard a beautiful vart that these three simonim of an arava are the simonim of a yid. Yisrael has three simonim. Simone Yisrael, Rahmanim, Baishanim, Gaimle Chasadim. So the fact that the stems are red is a baishan. They 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 they, they, pay, they um they blush. The stems are red. The fact that the leaves are long enables the rain to fall and it gives the rain to the next leaf. That's goyim lechasadim, whereas a short fat leaf just drops the rain. It doesn't help anybody else. So tzavtzva is not a goyim lechasadim. And finally, it's smooth. It's a rachman. It doesn't hurt anyone. A tzavtzva has a jagged edge and it hurts people. So the arava, which represents the most basic yid, it doesn't have tam, it doesn't have reich, it represents the lowest <laughs> part of klai, so still... The lowest part of Klai Yisrael, Eim by Tam Beimrech, still has Gimel Simone Yisrael, Rachmanim Baishanim Gaim Lechasadim. What was the red? Huh? What was the red? Baishanim. Oh. And not no air conditioning. Says the Gemara. Amra, Frank the Gemara, really? A Daimel Amago, sorry, Daimel Amago is Puzzle. Vahatanya, Daimel Amago is Kosher. We learned that if the edges of the arava leaves are like a sickle, it's kosher. They will master if they're like a saw, that the edges go out in different directions, then it's possible. That is learned by another species, which is kosher for arava. A classic arava left smooth leaves. A chilfagila will have jagged leaves. So this sounds simple to us, but this really makes very questionable. So you're arava. Does it need all three of these signs? 
Or do we say, no, no, it's kosher with not all three of these signs. Then what is the purpose of these three signs? It's a very big debate in the Shulchan Aruch. So you say the tzatzah is pointy at first? It, like if you look at the edge, it, like it has yeah, like it's not a into a now. yeah no so it doesn't hurt you but it's like it represents not wow. smoothness okay. yeah 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 but good point good point I never thought of that that if it would be really you're, yeah good point says the Gemara you see that this chilfagila is good for our rabbis so says pshita why not. Because once again, we have the Sugi, it has a hyphenated name. It shouldn't be good for a Rav, Kamash Malon, that it's good, even though it doesn't have a classic name. Maybe you're right. Maybe it should be bad. Says the Gemara, nope. The Torah said, Aravas, plural, so even an Arava that doesn't have the classic signs, it's a Chilfagila, it's kosher. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara, for Amar Rebchis, Amar Rebchista, Hani Tlasmili, the following three items, Ishtani Shmai Mechichar Beis their names switched from when the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, which means you're accustomed to asking for item A, but you should know when the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, they switched name corned beef to pastrami. So you walk into the butcher and you ask for pastrami, they're going to give you what you think is corned beef. You ask for corned beef, they're going to give you what you think is pastrami. When the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, the name that we call a certain item changed. For instance, says the Gemara, Chalafta, Ravta, Ravta, Chalafta. Arava and Tzavtzafa, Rashi says referring to Tzavtzafa. The simanim you need are the same. But in the olden days, you'd walk into the store and ask for an Arava and they'd give you a kosher Arava. If you want that species, don't be asking for an Arava anymore. Ask for a Chalafta. Ask for a, ask for a Tzavtzafa. Lamayinav Kamina, why are you telling me this? Lululuf, because you have to know what's the right thing to ask for for your Lululuf. Next, Shipayra Chatzaytzrasa, Chatzaytzrasa Shipayra. What we used to call a Shaifer, we now call a Chatzaytzras, a trumpet. And we used to call a trumpet, we now call a shafer, which means a trumpet is straight, a shafer is curved. So if you walk into the store and you want the thing that you should blow on Rosh Hashanah, don't ask for a shafer anymore. Ask for chatzaitzers. And they'll give you what's traditionally a shafer. Who cares about that? The shafer And psarta, which is a little table, psaira, we now call big table. Psaira, a big table, psarta is now called a little table. For business, which means if you walk into the store and you tell the owner, I, I want a big table. He says $5,000. You give him $5,000. He comes to your house two weeks later. He delivers this little thing. And you say, what? You say, yeah, you asked for Psyra. He's right. The name changed. And what you think, you were asking for a big table and the guy ripped you off. No, no, no. You were asking for a small table and he actually kept his word. Um, Rabbiya, I have another thing to add to this list. A cow has four stomachs. Three out of four stomachs have very thin walls. The fourth stomach, which is actually the third in order, is called the base kaisis because it resembles a kais. It has a very thick wall to the stomach. What's the nafkamina? Who cares? Nafkamina is as follows. If a cow, which happens often, I was in the Shlachtes and I saw this case, which means I'm out in the Shlachtes often, which means it happens often. A cow swallows anything. He's not very smart. Cows are particularly dumb. 
So cow swallows a needle. If the needle passes straight through his system, great. If the needle gets lodged in his stomach, you can have a cow with a hole in its stomach. And a cow with a hole in its stomach is treif, just as for Persia Shachter. Now, if the cows, he doesn't drink milk because of this, because we give all cows a shot into the stomach. So there must be a hole in the stomach, so you can't eat it. Um, so, are you getting nervous? Really, Asher says, okay. <laughs> um, so, you don't need milk. <laughs> so, I can't say, so if a needle lodges itself in one wall of the stomach, but you don't see it coming out. So, in three out of four stomachs, you say, I don't care if I don't see it coming out. The wall of the stomach is too thin. It for sure made a hole. I just don't see it. In one of the four stomachs, called the base hakaisis, that's a thick wall. And therefore, if I see the needle went in one side, but didn't come out the other side, it's a kosher cow. The needle didn't pierce the wall because it's a thick wall. So now I better know which one of the four stomachs you're talking about in the cow that this din applies to. In the olden days, we called it the Beis HaKaisis. Nowadays, we call it the Hevlila. And finally, Amar Rabbah Barb Yosef, Afanu Eimer, Bavel, Borsif, Borsif, Bavel. The country we used to call Bavel is not referred to as Borsif, and the country we used to call Borsif is not referred to as Bavel. Because we know, when a man brings a get from Medina Sayyab, this is what TA is about to learn. By the way, every yeshiva in Baltimore is learning this. It's pretty cool. Israel, um, Schlangers, Feldheim, every single yeshiva is learning this. Um, Gitten. The first din in Gitten is Hamevi Get Medinas Hayam. Suddenly brings a get from out of town. He asked to say Why? Because people out of town don't know anything. So they're going to mess up the get and there's going to not be any aid them. So therefore we require the bringer to say except Bavo. Bavo, they know what they're doing. They're qualified. They're educated. There's aid them. There's transportation. The whole thing's good. Which country is Bavel? Nowadays, the country that we like is called Borsif. The country that's nowadays called Bavel is just as bad as America. Says the Mishnahite Rebbe Yishmolev. So now, we finish the Lulav Hadas Manarov as part of the parak. So we're just going to talk about the construction of your Lulav and of your Lulav. Rebbe Yishmolev, Shloisha Hadasim. Your Lulav consists of three Hadasim. Shteharavos. Lulav Echad and Esreg Echad. These three Hadasim, Afilu Shnayim Ketumim, even if two of them are chopped off, the Echad Enekatim, and one is not chopped off, Reptarfen Eimer is kosher. Now, let's point out this makes no sense. If you need an, a Shalem Hadas, that it can't be cut off, all three have to have that. If you don't need it, all three don't need it. It makes no sense to say that one does and two don't. It's not my kasha, this is the Gemara's kasha. We'll ask it in a minute. Says the Gemara of Tarfin, Now this is consistent. Rav Tarfin says you need three hadasim, and the din of a hadas is that could be cut off. You don't, there's no din shleiman by hadasim. Rav Kiva, Aymer, Keshem, Shalulav Echad, Ve'esreg Echad, Kach Hadas Echad, Varova Achas. That you need one apiece, which... Is not our sheet, of course. Tanya Rishmalemer preates other state and terror. You have to have an asterisk preates other. Kapis tomorrow, Malulam. Achad. Sorry, preates other. Echad. One. Kapis tomorrow, Echad. Anaf eats of us. Three words. Shlesha. It needs three. Arve Nochal. If you need an Arve Nochal, it's again plural, so therefore it's two. Shnai. 
By the way, these hadasim, I feel shnaim ketum, even if two are chopped off and one isn't, it's kosher. Just like there's one lulav, I would have thought four minutes, put them all in one binding, tie them all together. Says the Gemara, nope. V'chinem creates hader v'kapes tamarim. Is there a vav that's mechaber the esrig to the rest? V'halalei nemer ala kapas. All it says is kapas tamarim without a vav. Therefore, it's not it's not attached. Now, for the same price, says the Gemara, the Torah told you shake four things. I could have thought it's four independent mitzvahs. So listen, if you get all four, great. If you get three out of four, pretty good. If you get two out of four, okay. If you get one out of four, okay. And therefore, you should try that. Yachal says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. How do you know that they prevent each other? That if you don't have all four, don't even bother. And for sure, don't make a bracha. It has to be a complete taking. And anything short of a complete taking doesn't count. Omar, Rabbi Yehuda, Omar Shmuel, sorry. Rabbi Shmuel, this is what we asked. What kind of business is this? Two not cut off, or two cut off and one cut. Two not cut off and one cut off. Frank the Gemara, Mimonavshach. Ishleiman boy, if hadas need shleiman, libay nami kulo. Ilebay shleiman, afil chad nami loy. Amr bira, amr bami, chazer by Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel was chazer. And of course, you need one, one full hadas. You need one full hadas, but it's got to be one. You don't need three hadasim. Because if hadas has to be good, then it has to be good. If it doesn't have to be good, you won't need all three. You're right. That is inconsistent. Amr b'yudomar shmul halacha kriptarfin. The halacha is like kriptarfin. Kriptarfin said all three. You, you need to have three, but the all three can be cut off. Says the Gemara, v'az the shmul this psak of Shmuel is very good to Shitasai. Because Shmuel once played hardball with the retailers. And Shmuel noticed what we always notice that around Yantif time, the costs of anything you may need for Yantif go up in price. So normally, a dozen and a half eggs, like a buck 89. Pesach, dozen and a half eggs, 589. So Shmuel did not like that practice, not one bit. So Shmuel noticed that. When you buy flowers for your wife for Arab Shabbos, they sometimes stick in Hadassim. The whole bundle, the whole flowers you buy for your wife cost 15 bucks. Then, when you go Arab Sukkot to the store to buy Hadassim, <coughs> three Hadassim were $25. So Shmuel didn't like that. <laughs> so, so Shmuel didn't like that. So Shmuel said, Shmuel told those that sold Hadassim, keep the prices consistent. Listen, if the cost of Hadassim is X, then the cost of Hadassim is X. I, I want every year to make a Parnasa. But you shouldn't jack up the price, Erev Yontif. Ashvu Vizvinu, make it equal, Shove, and sell, Viloy. If not, I'm going to cut out the whole market. Al Darshan, there's no Chumras by Hadassim. You can have cut off Hadassim, and all of a sudden, 
There'll be no, there'll be no market in Mahodur Dika Hadassim. If there's no market in Mahodur Dika Hadassim, you won't be able to charge more. Anything that you could get anywhere, there's no ability, it's a commodity. You know, if you start charging more for, I was going to say milk, but then there's Chal Yisrael. If you start charging more for flour, just forget it, I don't know a good example anymore of something that's mamasha commodity, sugar. If you make kosher sugar and you charge $6 a bag, no one's going to buy it. Because sugar you can get anywhere for a, a buck a bag, whatever sugar costs. But Hadassim, the reason they can charge more is because they're kosher. There's a hinder. He said, what I'm going to do is going to pass them like a tarifin. Cut off Hadassim or fine. I'm going to cut out the whole market. Now. Is threatening them? Is it a change this stock? Oh, so says the Gemara, Mamish, this is the right, but deep down, he really paskins like Reptarfin. Granted, the Elam gets nice Hadassim, I don't say anything, but deep down, I paskin like Reptarfin. And I hold that's the, really the right thing to say anyway. I don't publicize it because I like that the Elam gets nice Hadassim, but if you don't lower the price, I'm going to darshan the real truth. That cut off Hadassim are fine, which is the real truth. I'm going to darshan the truth. Viloy Darishul Says Mara, one second. I just want to know your, your tactics in, in price busting. My time, uh, why are you going to darshan like Reb Tarfin He's the most makel sheet to know he's not. Why don't you dash like Reb Kiva? You only need one hadas. Says the makel tfeg. Says the Gemara, not true. Meaning, he may be more makel, but in, in Hilcha's marketing, in Hilcha's pricing, one fancy is harder to find than three not fancy. Which means if I tell you I want you to get a gorgeous suit, a $2,000 suit, you'll have a much harder time finding a really nice suit for $2,000 than three suits from K&G for a buck fifty-nine. You know, it's just easier. One fancy thing is much harder to find than three not fancy things. Says the Gemara, Three cut off messed up hadasim are much more common. One that's perfect is less common. So the best way to bust the market when he's threatening them is by saying, I'm going to pass like a for not like a kiva. Says the more, I would, I would stop now. The door. I would stop now, but, but tomorrow's not as long. So let's, and, and decent. So let's just read the Mishnah. Huh? Oh, I'm still not davening Mara here. <laughs> I'm in the middle of the chasana. Says the Gemara like this. Esrik hagazel, a stolen esrik, v'hayavish, a dried-out esrik, shalashera, v'shilar nidach, is his possible. But esrik opens up a whole new vista. Because the first time, we're talking about a dollar minimum, that's a fruit. And fruits have their whole area of halacha that we have to deal with. So we didn't have to deal with any fruit issues. We're talking about lulav. We're talking about hadassah. We're talking about aravis. We didn't have to deal with any fruit issues. Now all of a sudden, we're talking about esteric. We have to deal with every fruit issue. So the rest of the Mishnah, or part of the rest of the Mishnah, is fruit issues. So, shall Arla and esteric in the first three years of its growth puzzle? You can't use it. Why? Not push it. It's also banah, but who cares? Mitzvah Lahanis then. But you can't use an esrog of Arla. Shall Truma Tameya, if this esrog was Truma and it became Tame, you're Machayiv to burn it. Well, something you're Machayiv to burn is not usable for an esrog. It's possible. Shall Truma Tahira, an esrog that's Truma Tahira, it's fine. Makayan Kadidi, it's delicious food. Layito, you still shouldn't use it for esrog. 
Because the Gemara will say, I don't want you tampering with it. But Vimnat al Kasher, if you do shake with a esterig of Truma that's tar, it's Kasher. Shall demai an esterig that comes from an Amart. An Amart, we're not sure if he gave Trumas and Meisris, therefore we require Iber Meisrik. Beishame says it's possible because Lamais it's not usable. Beisel Machshim Beisel says it's fine. Shall Meisr Shani, which you should eat in Yerushalayim, and you are in Yerushalayim, so it's fine. I still don't want you playing with it. Therefore, layital, but vimnatal, it's kosher. Now we get to real esterig dinim. Also, chazazis, if little dots, little boils, little bubbles grew up on the esterig, alruba, if they're on a majority of the esterig, it's possible. Nitla pitmasa, if the pitam of the esterig was removed, it's possible. Niklaf, if the esterig was peeled, it's possible. Nistak, if the esterig was cracked, it's possible. Nikave, if it had a hole, and sometimes you make a hole and you remove skin, then the hole is as small as can be, it's still puzzle. Even if it's kalshu, it's puzzle. But, also chazazas, if it grew little dots or boils, on a minority of that, not to look tzasai, if the stem got taken, not the pitam, nikev, if it got a hole, but nothing's missing, in fact, the hole, I just pushed it in, then it's all kosher. Esrei got kushi, Puzzle, a black esrig is puzzle. Vahyara kikarti, if it's green as a leek, the bottom of the leek is more green than the top. Vahyara kikarti, if it's green as a karti, Remeir Machamer says fine. Rebuda Pais, Rebuda says a really, 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 really green esrig is taka puzzle. Shir esrig got cotton. What's the minimum size for esrig? Remeir Machamer as big as a walnut. Rebuda Machamer says as big as an egg. Begadol, how is the maximum shear for an esrig? Enough to hold two esregim in one hand. That's a pretty small esrig. The maximum esrig has to be big enough that you can hold two esregim in one hand. Aaron's not here tonight. Do you remember Ben McDonald? He was nine. Nine. He's a guy on the Orioles that was able to hold nine baseballs in his hand. He's good for one year. He's a good pitcher. Anyway, enough. Says the Gemara, Ben McDonald. You remember him? Says the Gemara, he was like a one year wonder. Says the Gemara, Mayor says, uh, sorry, the Gaido, you could hold two Estragim in one hand. No, I feel which is like basically unlimited. That that an esterig is if you could hold one esterig in two hands. I mean, like it could be a pumpkin, it could be a watermelon. The esterig is still kosher. Okay,